Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shur. Mesechus Yoma has been dedicated by Dr. and Mrs. Robert Goodman. Le'iloi nishmas Chaim Menachem Aaron ben Yecheskel Nechemya. Yuma Daflamid. The Gemara is discussing the din that we learned in the Mishnah, that anybody who's matil mayim needs kiddush adayim v'raglayim. And the Gemara's question is, we understand raglayim that you need to wash because of nitzaitzis. It's important to remove any droplets that happened during the course of the Atalas Meiraglayim. However, yodayim my time, why do you have to wash your hands? So the Gemara says, Amr Meres, Mitzvah There's a mitzvah for a person to use his hand to wipe off the nitzaitzis that fell onto his feet. And like the Gemara explains, the reason is because we're worried that he'll appear like a Khrushchevcha. A Khrushchevcha is somebody that cannot have children, and if he looks like a Khrushchevcha, people will be mighty laz on his children that they are Mamzerim. Now, even though the person was Meshavshev with his hands, so you can ask, why does he have to then wash his feet? Because there could be still some residual Meraglaim that are left on his feet. The question we have to ask is, what happens if the person was not Meshavshev? Does he still have a Chiyav to do Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim, or would it be enough for him to just be Mekadesh his feet? So it would seem that this is a machloikis rishonim. If you take a look at the Taisi Yishonim and Dibar Maschal Mitzvah Shafshef, it brings down from the Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam wants to be medayik from our Gemara that if somebody were to leave a Suda in the middle of the Suda and he would go and be matel meraglayim, but he would not be Meshafshef, then he does not have to wash his hands again. And he's taking that out of our Gemara, because our Gemara says that the Kiddush Adayim Raglayim is something that you have to redo because he has to be Meshavshev. So if somebody was not Meshavshev, it's Mashba from our Gemara, says the Rabbeinu Tam, that he does not have to be Mekadosh Yodav. So too, the Indian of the Tilas Yadayim is something that is dependent on whether he was Meshavshev or not. However, the Tzitzit continues, he brings down Rabbeinu Elchanan, who says that the Mashmos of the Gemara is Kol HaMatel Mayim, Ton Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. Anybody who's Matel Mayim. That's Mashba that it makes no difference whether he was Meshavshef or not. And the reason, he says, is because Loi Plug, the Rabbanan, did not differentiate between different cases. When the Rabbanan made a Takana, they made it across the board, a blanket Takana. He happens to say then that it could be that in the case of Natil Siadaim, it's different. Maybe the Rabbanan only made this Loi Plug, Legabe Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim, and by Natil Siadaim things would be different and you could agree to the Rabbanu Tam. But as far as the understanding of our Gemara, he says that our Gemara would be Allah that you have to be Kadash Ragl, regardless of whether you're Meshav Shaif or not. Now the Rambam in Hilchas Bias Mikdash Perkei Alachahei also seems to side with this Rabbeinu Elchanan, and he holds that there's no difference between whether the person was Mishafshef or not. However, the Rambam seems to take this a step further because all you see from the Rabbeinu Elchanan is that the Rabbanan were across the board. The Rabbanan made a loy plug, and they said that you always have to do the kiddush. The question is, though, what happens if the person did not do the Kiddush? Is the Avoidah Psula or not? Now, there's no indication in the Rabbeinu Elchanan that the Avoidah would be Psula, and it would be a very big Kiddush to say that the Avoidah is Psula, because it may be true that the Rabbanan gave you a Din, but Midairaisa, the person is perfectly Roy to do the Avoidah. However, from the Rambam, it's very strongly mashma that if the person were to not do Kiddush Shadayim Raglaim after he was Matal Me Raglaim, the Avoida that he did is no good. Because the Rambam says that anybody who is Matal Mayim needs Kiddush Shadayim Raglaim, 
If the person, after Kiddush Adayim Raglayim, left the Chaymas Azara, so the Ramam tells us that by leaving the Chaymas Azara, even though you need Kiddush Adayim Raglayim, but if you did not do the Kiddush Adayim Raglayim, and you did the Avoidah, since he was not Mesiyach Das from the Kiddush Adayim Raglayim, which is Mashma, that only if he was not Matel Mayim, then his Avoidah is Kshayra. But if the person was Matel Mayim, then the Avoidah is no good. So why is the Avoidah no good? Maybe that the Rabbanan told you that you have to be Kadesh Yadav Raglov. But what makes it that the Avoidah is invalid? So the answer to this may be that the Ramam starts off that parak by saying, Mitzvah say Lekadesh Koyen HaOyved Yadav Raglov. A coin that does the Avoidah as Mitzvah say to Mekadesh Yadav Raglov. Nachach Yavid. And only afterwards is he allowed to do the Avoidah. Shanema Avarachtu Ahar Novanav Mimenav Sidei Mesragleha. And the Rambam goes on to explain that you're Chayev Misa if you don't do the Kiddush Adayim first. And he says that the Avoidah is no good, like the Mishnah says in the second paragraph of Zvachim, that if a person doesn't do the Kiddush Adayim the Avoidah is no good. The Mishnah lists off various things that passel the Avoidah, and one of them is somebody who is not Rochot Yadayim Raglayim. What's the Makar for that? The Ramah brings down because it says and by Big Day Kahuna it also says just like somebody who's lacking their Big, big Day Kahuna is so to somebody who's not is the Rambam then goes on to define when it is that you have to do Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. He says, you don't have to do Mekadosh between each Avoidah. So there's a din that the Kayin must do Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim for the Avoidah, but in order to be considered Rochot Yadayim Raglayim for the Avoidah, all you have to do is do it one time in the morning, and that helps for the entire day. Says the Rambam, V'hu shelo yeitzim in ha-mikdash v'lo yishan v'lo yato mayim v'lo yasiyach daitoy. The fact, says the Rama, that I just told you, that a person in order to be considered Rochot Yadayim Raglayim need only do it in the morning and does not have to do it in between every Avoidah is only said if the, if the coin did not leave the Beis HaMikdash or sleep or Bimatel Mayim. So the Ramam is telling you a very important yesoid. The Ramam is telling us that the fact that the Rabbanan said that when a person is Matel Mayim, he has to be Mikadish Yadav Araglov, it wasn't simply that the Rabbanan told him to do the Pa'ula of Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. Rather, the Rabbanan said that being Matel Mayim is a way to lose the Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim that you had in the morning. A person has a din for the avoidah that he has from Kaddish Yadav If he's missing that Kiddush Yadav Raglaim, the Ramam tells us that passes the avoidah. So all the Ramam is telling us now is that the Rabbanan, when they told you that you have to be Kaddish Yadav they weren't giving you a new halacha. They were saying that if you did Hatolas Mayim, you lost your old Kiddush. And that's why you have to go now and be Mekadosh Yadav Raglov. So of course you'd be Mechel the Avoidah. The Avoidah is no good because of a person's lacking Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. The Avoidah is possible. Now the reason why the Rabbanan may have done it that way is because very often you find that the Rabbanan, instead of inventing a new halacha, they broaden an already existing halacha. So since there's already a Din Midairaisa for a person to do Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim, instead of the Rabbanan coming along and saying that because of the Tzoytza, we want you to do a new Maisa Kiddush Adayim Raglayim and make a new Din Drabbanan called Kiddush Adayim Raglayim Drabbanan. What Drabbanan said instead was 
will force you to wash your hands and feet, al yudei being misalek, removing the kiddush yadayim raglaim that you already had from the morning. However, whether the Rabbanan have the power to do such a thing is debatable. Because we know, like the Gemara says in the beginning of Perak Yisha Rabbah and Yevamis, that Yesh Koyach Biyad Chachamim Lakar Dover Menatoira B'Sheva Al Taisa. The Rabbanon have the Koyach to be Oikar Dover Menatoira only B'Sheva Al Taisa, but not B'Kum Vaasei. So to say that this doesn't fit into the category of being Oikar Dover Menatoira, because the Rabbanon rendered him Midra Bonon, a Nat Rochutz Yadayim Raglayim. And that should in turn affect the Dindairaisa and say that he lost his din, Rochutz Yadayim Raglayim, and he needs to do it again, Midairaisa, is a very big Chiddush. It gets into the sugya of whether Kinyan Drabbanan Mahani Lodairaisa, whether Dinim that Drabbanan define a person as being Roy for a certain purpose, or rather being Enoi Roy, whether that affects Dinim Dairaisa. Lamashal, if the Rabbanan say that somebody is Pasala Eidus, will that affect a person's Halacha vis a vis Shvuas Eidus? Or if you take a look at the Mishnah Melch and Perak Beis Hilchas Nar Besula, he has a discussion about the mitzvahs asay of Veloisia Leisha. A person who is Ma'anis and Isha has to marry her, Veloisia Leisha. However, it's only if she's Ru'uya Lekaima. Now, what happens if Midairaisa, she's Ru'uya Lekaima, she's fit for marriage, she's not Osirte Midairaisa, but she is Osirte Midrabonan. Can the Rabbanan's din saying that she's not Ru'uya? Take away the Mrs. of The Mishlomel there has a theory that since now on a Darabonan level she's not considered Ruilakaima, that could in turn affect the Dairaisa the Kadin of Aloisiha. So too over here we're saying that Al Yudeh Darabonan saying that we consider you not having been Rochadim Raglayim, you now have your chi of Midairaisa of washing because you lost the kiddush that you had in the morning. So if you don't want to accept that Chiddush, we could explain the Rambam differently. The Beis HaLevi and Chilik Aleph, Simon Hay, Ois Yudalit, explains Beshitza Rambam that since when the person is Meshafshef, his Raglayim, he has to be Mekadesh Me'ikr Adin. So even when the person wasn't Meshafshef, he has to be Mekadesh, and the reason, says the Beis HaLevi, is because as soon as the person went to be Matel Mayim, that's considered a Hesach Das from the original Kiddush. We know that if a person's Mesiach Das from the Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim that he did in the morning, he, even the Daraisa has to go and be Mekadesh Yadayim Raglaim again. So the Beis HaLevi says that Al Yudei the Dindra Banan, that we told you that you must go and be Mekadesh Yadayim Raglaim after being Matel Mayim, the actual going and being Matel Mayim is considered a Hesach Das from the Kiddush and now Midairaisa you have to be Makadish again and that's why says the Beis HaLevi the Ramam holds that the Avoidah would be considered Puzzle the Mechaz Chinuch Mitzvah Kuv Vav Ois Dalad argues vehemently with the Rambam and he says that if a person was not Meshafshef he doesn't have to be Mikadish Yodav Raglav and mainly he argues on the Rambam who says that it's not considered a good Avoidah even if the person wasn't Meshafshef the Gemara brings down a memra. Amra Papa, Tsoya bim koima asr likris kriyashma. If a person has Tsoya in its makim, he is not allowed to lay kriyashma. Asks the Gemara, Hey Chidomi, what's the case? Eden niris, if it's visible, pshita, then it's pashit that it's asr for him to be kairi kriyashma. And Eden loy niris, if it's not exposed, so then loy nit a Torah, lo malachi asharit, a person is only human. 
Now, what does the Gemara mean to ask when it says, Eden nearest Pshita? Why is it Pashit to the Gemara that if the Tsoya is nearest, if it's visible, then it's Aser for him to lay in Kriyashma? I mean, we'll soon see in a few lines that there's Machloikes between Rav Huna and Rav Chista, if there's Tsoya al Basare, whether it's Mutter for him to lay in Kriyashma or not. So, inasmuch as Rav Huna holds that when you have Tsoya al Basare, then it's Mutter liquid Kriyashma, so why would this case be any different? Now it happens to be that the Sfas Emes learns that that's Gufa the Gemara's next question. When the Gemara says, Umaishna mitsoya al Basaroi, why is it any different than Tsoya al Basaroi, the Itmar Tsoya al Basaroi, Osho Yodu Bezakisa Ravuna Amar Mutter Lukris Kriyashma, Ravchista Amar Asar Lukris Kriyashma, the Gemara is really asking not on Rapapa's din. Like the way most Mefarshim learned the Kasha. Rather, the Gemara is asking on our original question. On the question on Rapabazim, when we said, either nearest Pshita, that it's Pashit, if the Tsoya is nearest, that it's also Likris Krishma, why is it any different than the case of Tsoya al Basare, where there's Machlekas, Rav Huna, and Rav Chizda? However, we can answer the question differently. La'ilam the Gemara, when it says, either nearest, if it's nearest, then it's Pshita. It's because the Gemara knows that Tsoya, when it's nearest, and you could see it outside the Makkim, it's for sure Asr Likris Kriyashma, because in such a place, it's definitely Nafish Zuhamba. That's the Gemara's Maskana, when the Gemara asks the question for Avuna and Ravchista, the final terrors the Gemara gives is that everybody agrees when it's Nafish Zuhamba, that since the Reach, the odor, is more concentrated, it's Asr Likris Kriyashma. The only Machlaikis is Shaloibim Kaima. That's the Gemara says Lamaskana. It could be that even though in the Havaman we were not yet aware that that is true, and we thought that there's no difference between Bimkaima and Shaloi Bimkaima, and there's no Svar of Nafish Zuama, that's all when it's Eina nearest outside the person's body. But if it's nearest, then the Gemara already understood the concept of Nafish Zuama. If you take a look at the Rosh in Brachis, Paragimel, Simon Memhe, and in the Rabbeinu over there, they say a different Pshat to explain the Gemara's Kasha of Pshita over here. Why is it that the Gemara felt that it's Pashit, that if it's nearest, that it's also Likris Krishma? They understand that even though Rav Huna is Matir, when there's Tzoya al-Basari to lay in Krishma, that's only where the Tzoya is situated in a place that it gets covered by itself without the Malbushim. Lamashali says the part that's underneath a person's arms, that is naturally covered over without Malbushim. But in a place that without the Malbushim, it's Nikr La'ayin, then it doesn't help you that the arm Malbushim now. And therefore they explain that the Gemara's Kasha Pshita is Eden Niris, it's Pshita. Everybody agrees that Kolzman, it's not naturally covered over, then you're not allowed to lay in Kriyashma Kenegdoi. The Gemara says that Eden Loy Niris, if you cannot see the Tsaya, then Loy Nitnatur, Lomalachi Asharis, the Torah wasn't given to Malachim. Now, what the Gemara means to say is that we can't expect a person to never have any waste whatsoever in his system. This klal of Lenit Natarla Malachi Asharis is used in Halacha in a few places. One example is in Shal Sachu's Guinness Viradim, in Arachayim Klal Beisim and Dalid, he discusses Ksiva Sefer Torah. He says that it's a well known fact that a person should really be machmer by Sefer Torah more than by Tfilin and Mezuzis, because Sefer Torah has greater Kedusha than Tfilin and Mezuzis. 
After all, you can't compare an entire Torah to something that's only a portion of the Torah. However, since it's virtually impossible for a person to write the entire Torah with all the Chumras that you write tefillin with, we do not have the same Chumras in Ksivis Torah as we do by tefillin. And he says, because Similarly, in the He talks about checking things for for worms or bugs in different foods. And he says, if a person checked and he didn't find then he's allowed to eat it. He doesn't have to worry and say, well, maybe there's still and continue to check because even though he says there always exists a possibility that if you'll check more, you will find Taylorim, but we cannot deal with things demanding such a high level of perfection because the Gemara ends up saying that the member of her papa, that Tzoyvim Kaima Asad Likris Krishma is talking about a case where when he's sitting down, it's nearest, but when he stands, it's not nearest. The Gemara then goes and asks the question from the Machlegs between Rav Huna and Rav Chizda. Rav Huna says that Tzoyal Besoroi, it's Mutter Likris Kriyashma, and Rav Chizda says Asr Likris Kriyashma. Now the Rif understands that the Gemara here is asking a question, Dafka from Shitas Rav Huna. Rav Huna says that it's Mutter Likris Kriyashma, so how could Rav Papa say Tzoyal Bim Kaima Asr Likris Kriyashma? Tzoyal Bim Kaima is no different than Tzoyal Al Besoroi. And because of this, the Rif actually paskins like Rav Huna. He says the Arab Gemara asks Dafka from Shitz Rav Huna. That sounds like the Halacha is like Rav Huna. However, if you take a look at Rashi, the Bermaschal Rav Chizda Amar Aser, he says that Rav Chizda Aser is because Mishum Kalatzmois Tamara, like the Gemara explains in Brachas, that Rav Huna's Shita is Kolan Hashamat Halakha. You only need the part of the person that expresses itself to Hashem, the Peh, the Chaitim, the mouth, the nose, and the those Evarim that are used in being Mahal Hashem, they have to be Nikiim, they have to be clean. But the rest of the Evarim do not have to be Nikiim from Tsoya. Mashenker of Chizda holds that Hashem a person is Mahal the Shalom with all of his body. Continues Rashi, he says the only reason why Rav Chizda says that Tzoy al is a problem is because Kolat Tzmoisei. But because of the smell, he doesn't seem to answer. The Gemara is asking Rav Papa from both Rav Huna and Rav Chizda. Because Rav Papa said that there's an added problem because of the extra stench that there may be. Now, the obvious question on Rashi is that why is Rav Papa a stira to the sheet of Rav Chizda. In the case that's being described, there seems to be a problem also of Kolatz Moise Temarna. The Nitziv in the Meroi Sada says that Kolatz Moise Temarna you don't have in this case because since it's Bimkoima, it's in its proper place, so it's Urchehu, it's the derech for it to be there, and there's no problem of Kolatz Moise Temarna. That's the derech for that part of the guf. There is a problem rather of Zuamas Hareach. The Gemara brings a brisa. Tan Rabbanan halacha b'seuda adam yoytze lahashdin mayim noitel yoday achas venichnas. So the first halacha in the brisa is that if a person leaves a suda to be mashdin mayim noitel yoday achas, he's supposed to wash one hand, and that's like we said before because he uses one hand to be meshafshev to clean off the nitzoytzes. However, diber im chaveray vehiflig. If he spoke with his friend and spent a long time away from the Suda, then he has to wash both of his hands. 
Rashi explains, since he spent extra time away, there's already a Hesachadas, and he has to wash his hands, because he no longer has the Natilis Yadayim that he originally washed. Once your Masih Das, we're worried that the hands, Yadayim Askani is saying, they are Oisik in all sorts of things, and they may have touched places that you can't touch, and therefore we tell you you have to wash your hands again. So most Rishonim learn, like Rashi, that we're talking about two separate cases. The first case of the Brisa is where a person was just mashed in Mayim, that for that he has to wash one hand because of being Meshav shaped in Itzaitis. And the second case of the Brisa is a person who went and conversed with his friend, so he has Heschadas from the original Til Sedayim. The Meiri, on the other hand, learns that even the Seifa is going in the same case as the Reisha. The Reisha is talking about where he went to be mashed in Mayim. The Seifa is talking about the person who was mashed in Mayim. He then went and spoke with his friend. That person has to wash both hands because we're worried that he will forget which hand he was Meshav shaved the Nitzaitzitz with. However, Rav Yishonim learned that the second it has nothing to do with the person who was mashed in Mayim. The reason why you have to wash your hands again is because, like we said, Al-Pirashi, that you are Mesich Das from the Nitzil Yadayim and Yadayim Askani Yasein. The Ritva points out that even though you're a Mesich Das from the Suda, which is why we're worried you're not going to wash your hands and Yadayim Askani Yasein, you're not Mesich Das from the Suda totally, because if you were, then you would have to make another bracha. And we don't find over here that you have to make a bracha when you have a conversation with your friend outside. You weren't Mesich Das from the Suda entirely, but you're Mesich Das enough not to be washing your hands. The Brisa says that when you wash your hands, you have to make sure not to wash your hands outside the Suda. Rather, go inside, because otherwise people will be choshed you that you didn't do the Natil Sidayim. So, Nichnas V'yoshebim Koymei V'noitol Shtei Yadav Omachsir HaTafich HaLa'archem comes along Rav Chizda and he says, The way that Rashi learns the memory of Rav Chizda is, this that we said that a person who left the Suda and spoke with his friend has to go and wash both of his hands again. And we said that he shouldn't wash his hands outside, rather he should come into the Suda. That's only in a case where the person is finished eating and he wants to come back into the Suda to drink Yayin. Because they used to have a practice that after the Suda was over, they would sit and be marach a little bit with Shtiya. Now that person has to be worried that people will say that he didn't wash his hands again. But somebody who has to wash his hands in order to continue eating, everybody understands that he washed his hands and he doesn't have to be worried about chashad. Now that means that Rashi holds that there is a chi of natilis yadayim in order to drink yayin, because he's talking about washing both your hands. So Rashi explains the reason why you have a chi of natilis yadayim, even though you're not eating any bread, is because we're worried that maybe he's going to take a prusa, he's going to take a piece of bread and put it into his mouth. However, the Taizarash, the Ritva, they learn differently than Rashi. They learn that we never find that a person has to wash his hands while he's just drinking. Even if the person is in a place where there is bread, we never find that there's a chashash, that the person's going to put bread into his mouth. And so they learned that Rav Chizda is going on the reisha of the b'risa. The reisha of the b'risa was talking about a person who went to be matel mayim, and he has to wash his yodai achas because he was meshaf sheif. And that is the person that we're telling, you must wash your hands inside because people will be choshed that you didn't wash your hands outside. And on that, Rav Chizda says, that's only when a person is drinking yayin because he's not touching the yayin, he's not touching whatever he's consuming, he's touching the kais. So therefore, there's a chashash that people are going to say that he didn't wash his hands. However, if the person is nichtas lecho, since he's touching the food, everybody is aware of the fact that he is going to wash his hands before coming to the suda, and therefore he doesn't have to wait until he comes into the suda to wash his hand. 
The Mishnah says, Ein adam afilu tohar A person is not allowed to go into the Azara la'avoida, even if he's tohar atshayitbul, there's a chi of tevila upon entering the Azara. The lashat of the Mishnah is la'azara la'avoida. However, Rashi and Toysis both say that la'avoida is lavdafka. There's a chiv to be toivol upon entering the azara, even if the person is not nichlis la'avoida. The Nitziv in the Meremi Sadeh brings a beautiful raya that this is true, that it's lavdafka if the person is nichlis la'avoida. Even a person stam goes into the azara, he has to be toivol. Because in the Gemara, the Gemara quotes two reasons. There's a Bryce that brings down Ben Zoyma and Rabbi Yehuda who argue as to what the reason is for this Tvila. Ben Zoyma says that the Tvila is based on a Kavachaymer, that since we find that a person is Mechuyiv, like a Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur is Mechuyiv during the Chamesh Avoides to be Tevil each time because he's going from various Avoides, from Michutz Lepnim, Pnim Lechutz, he has to be toivel. So Kolshkin, somebody who's being Mishana, his mokim from the from Choyl to Kodesh, he has to be toivel. That's been Zoyimus time. Rabbi Yehuda says Sirach Hizu, It's really a dinder abonan. The dinder abonan is in order that he should remember Tumah Yishana Shabiyadai Viyifrich, which means that if we tell everybody before entering the Azur they have to be toivel, a person may st- stop and remember that he actually is Tomei, and he's going to realize that he has to have hair of Shemesh, and he will not enter the Azara. So it's really to protect a person who's Tomei from coming into the Azara. Says the Meraim Sada, the Chshash that a person who's Tomei uh, may enter the Azara is, uh, is because there's an Isser Kares, and the Isser Kares is even if he goes in, not for the purpose of Avoidah. So according to Yehuda at least, the Tefillah is something that you're Chayiv to do, even if you're not going in for Avoidah, because the Tachlis of this is in order that the person shouldn't end up going into the Azara and being over an Issachar's of entering while he's tummy. He adds that one could answer this Raya by saying that we're not really talking about the Chshash, that the person's going to be over the Issachar's, rather we're worried that if a person is tummy and he didn't have hair of Shemesh, then he's going to be Mechal the Avoida. He's going to Passel the avoida that he does based on his tumah, in which case it is only if a person is nichnas lazar la that they were misakin it. However, he says that can't be true because Rav Yehuda's mashma that it's exera on kol adam. That's the lashon of Rav Yehuda and Amid Beis. Rav Yehuda Amar Leimitzerayim Bilvad Amar Ela Kol Adam. All people. It sounds like even Yisraelim. In which case you can't say that it's because he's going to be mechal avoida. Rather, we're worried about the chashash that he's going to be over the circus of entering the base of mikdash with his tumah. And that's how we can prove that the din of Enad Nechaz Lazara is not only Lavoida, but it's even when Islam goes into the Azara. Adds the Nativ that since, according to Rabbi Yehuda, this is clearly the Pshat, don't say that Ben Zayma argues in this because the Gemara seems to try to find Nafkuminis between Ben Zayma and Rabbi Yehuda and does not mention this as one of the Nafkuminis. If Ben Zayma argues on this premise that it's even where the person is not going in for Avoida because he holds that it's learnt out from Makavachaymer and it's only when a person is Nichnas Avoida, then the Gemara should say the Nafkumina between Ben Zayma and Rabbi Yehuda is if a person goes in, not for the purpose of Avoida. Since the Gemara didn't find other Nafkaminas other than the, the ones that we will soon see the Gemara mentions, so we see that they all are in agreement about this Prat, and that is that the person is Chayef to be Toivel, even if he doesn't go in for the purpose of Avoida. The Taisus Rid is in agreement with Rashi that even if a person enters the Azara not for the purpose of Avoida, he has to be Toivel, and as far as the Mishnah, he doesn't learn the Lashen of La'avoida, Lavdafka, like Rashi and Taisus say, rather he's, he's Goyris, La'azara, Vil 
Azara. A person is not allowed to go into the Azara for the sake of anything, not just for Avoida. Or Ein Adam Nichlis Lavoida, even if he was already in the Azara. Let's say he was there the entire night, he was being oising in Hector Chalov and Veivorim. So the Knisa Lazara is not something that warrants Tvila because he didn't have a new Knisa Lazara, but he's starting a new Avoida and therefore he has to be Tevil because of the new Avoida. Or you could say, as the Gvur Sari points out, there's a Hechatimsa for Avoida without going to the Azara, like in the case of Bama. There, the person is not entering the Azara, but he's starting Avoida, and he would have to have Tvilo Mitzad this din. Even though the Makarbarach and Chelik Aleph, Saif Simon Gimel, is Medaik from Lashon Rambam, in Hilchas Bias Mikdash, Perkei Aloche Gimel, that only in the Beis Mikdash does there exist this din of Tvila and not in Abama. However, the Gvur Sari does assume that in Abama there also is such a halacha, and that's how you could explain the Lashon of Enad Nichas La'azara, meaning even not for Avoida or La'avoida, even not when there's an Azara. I'll call upon him all of these Shittas hold that there's a Chiyav Tvila, even when the person and enters the Azara, not for the sake of Avoida. However, the Taisi Yishan and the Taisi Rosh both say that it, only when a person goes in for Avoida does he have to be Toivel, and not when he has a Birikan, it's not when he goes in for not for the sake of Avoida. And so, according to them, the Mishnah is Dafka. As far as the Lashon of Rabbi Yehuda later, that he says, Kol Adam, he says, Kol Adam would have to be a person who is doing something, Litzarich Avoida. Similar to Mitzayra, he says, Mitzayra is also being Machnes his he's putting in his thumb in order that to facilitate the the uh, placing of the blood on his thumbs that we learn about and that's also included in the din of the Mishnah says there were five Tvilas and ten times of Kiddush Adayim Raglayim that the Kohen Gadol did on the day of Yom Kippur as far as the gather of the Kiddush Adayim Raglayim that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur, the Briskirov in his Sefer, Allah Rambam, and also in the Sefer they wrote, Amisechas Yuma, points out that this din is an entirely different din than the din of Kiddush Adayim Raglayim of all year. He starts with a Ha'ara on the Rambam. The Rambam's Lashon in Perek Beis, Halacha Gimel, in Hilchaz Avaris Yemekipurim, he says, They all take place in the Beis HaMikdash, asks the Briskirov, why does the Rambam have to bring a Pasek to explain that the Kiddush Adayim Raglaim took place in the Beis HaMikdash? All Kiddush Adayim Raglaim had to take place in the Beis HaMikdash. Like Bryce Beferish in Zvachim Davchof that says that if a person is Mikadesh, his Yadayim Raglaim with the Klisharis outside the Azara, then the Avoida is Pasel. And the Ramah Paskins that did in Perakei, Hilchus Beis Mikdash Lachayud. So why would the Rambam need an extra Pasek to explain that the Kiddush Adayim Raglaim of Yom Kippur, it has to be done in the Beis HaMikdash? Why does he need a new Pasek? Says the Briskarov, if you take a look at the Sugya and Daflam and Bezma Bez, you'll see that the Gemara uses the Pusik that it said, Ligabe Tevila, that it has to be Makam Kaddish. The Gemara actually, Bim Enai Inyan, uses that to teach me that Kirisha Daim Raglaim has to be Makam Kaddish. So it's not the Rambam, it's the Gemara that does it. So the Briskarov says that it's Muchach from this Gemara that the Kirisha Daim Raglaim of Yom Kippur is different than the Din Kirisha Daim Raglaim of all year round. It's There are two separate halachas, there are two Two dinim of Kiddush Yadayim V'Raglayim. One is a din Kiddush Yadayim V'Raglayim that it said Legabi Olkei Hanim and that's a Pasuk in Parshas Kisisa. 
And the second is the personal din, Kiddush Yodayim, Raglayim of the Kohen Gadol, Anyam Kippur, and that is stated in Parshas Achrei Mois, in the Pasuk of Rachas Bzar Bamayim, which we learn out from the Gemara and Daflam and Bezim and Bez, that we mention that it has to be B'makam Kaddish. A riot to this is that the Yerushalmi, in Perik Dalid of Yuma, Halacha Hey, on the Mishnah that says, Bechol Yoim, Kohen Gadol Mekadesh, Yodav Raglam and Akiyar, that the Kohen Gadol used to be Mekadesh, his Yodav Raglam every day from the Kiyar, Vahayoim, but on Yom Kippur, Mena Kitin Shalzov. There was a special Kitin Shalzov that he used to use on Yom Kippur. On that, says Rabbi Yoyna, Chutz Mekadesh Arishain. Even though it says that on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol used to be Mekadesh, Yodav Raglam, from the Kitin Shalzov, the Kiddush Rishain, the first time that he was Mekadesh, Yodav Raglam, he did it from the Kiyar. Asks the Briskarov, why? What's the difference between the first Kiddush and the rest of the Kiddushin? If you're going to tell me that there's a mitzvah l'chatchila to use the Kiyar, so then why didn't you have to use the Kiyar for the other Kiddushin? Al-Karchach, you see that the Kiddush Rishin is different than the rest of the Kiddushin, and the reason, says the Briskarov, is because the rest of the Kiddushin of Yom Kippur are not written in the parish of the Kiyar at all. The parish of the Kiyar is in Parshas Kisisa. That's the regular din of Kiddush Yodayim Raglaim that you're told to do in the beginning of the Avoida every day. Yom Kippur is no different in that respect than every other day, but that's only in Agea, the Kiddush Rishin. The rest of the Kiddushin are learnt out from the Pasuk in Achrei Mois, V'rochat Zezbisori Bamayim. And on them, the Torah never gave you a mitzvah of the Kiyar. So says the Briskarov that so too, Legabe the Din, that it has to be inside the Azara, the Din Kirish Yadayim of the rest of the year, and the Din Kirish Yadayim Raglayim of the Kohen Gadolim Kippur are two separate Dinim. And that's why we need to learn a special Limud that it had to be in the Azara, because you would not be able to learn that out from the Parsha of Kisisa, from the Din of Kirish Yadayim Raglayim of the whole year. However, he brings down that this is only Shittas Rambam because the Taisi Yishonim later on Daflam at Alf Mabez, he says that ain't Kiddush Elubifnim. How do we know that? Because it says in the Brisa Kiddush Beklishores Bechutz or Beklichol Befnim Ve'Ava Avidasei Psula, which is written about the regular Kiddush of all year. That means that the Taisi Yishonim holds that together of the Din Kiddush Yadam uh, of Yom Kippur is the same exact thing as Kiddush Yadam of the whole year and if the whole year it's possible when you do it Pifnim Hu Adin on Yom Kippur and he says that it's Sarachim from the Sugi that we mentioned before that it sounds like there are two separate Dinim and that we need a special limud for the din of Kiddush Yom Kippur, that it should be B'makam Kaddish. See also the Chidushi Rebleib Malin, Chelik Beis, Simon Yud Beis, he also has a discussion about the differences between the din Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim of the whole year and the din Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim of Yom Kippur. Ben Zoyma learns out the din Tvila, that a person has to be toivo when he goes into the Azara, like we said, he learns it out from a Kavachaymer. Umah HaMeshanim Ikoidish L'Koidish, Umi Makam Sha'anish Koreitz, L'Makam Sha'anish Koreitz, just like somebody who's Mishana Mikodesh Lekodesh and from a place that is Onish Kores to another place that's Onish Kores he needs to be Toivo so a Mishana Mikodesh Lekodesh umimokim she'ein Onish Kores lemokim she'onish Kores ein oidin she'ton Tvila what does he mean when he says a Mishana Mikodesh Lekodesh there's a Machlech as we shine him Rashi learns a Mishana Mikodesh Lekodesh means the Kohen Gadol changes from one place to another Dahainu from Chutz Every time the Kohen Gadol changes from Avodis Pnim to Avodis Chutz, we see that he has to do a Tvila, even though he's changing from a place which is Kodesh to a place which is also Kodesh. 
And lefi this, it comes out that the words mishanim mikodesh lekodesh and a person who's mishanim mimokem sha'anish kores lemokem sha'anish kores is expressing the same exact idea. It's not two separate halachas. Rather, it's two ways of expressing the fact that when the kain gadol changes from pnim to chutz or from chutz to pnim, he needs to do a tevila. We express that in two ways: kodesh lekodesh mimokem sha'anish kores lemokem sha'anish kores. The Tais Yishanim and the Tais Arash ask that that's, if it's the exact same thing, why would we be so redundant? Why would we go and say Mikarish Lakarish and then express the same idea with some other words? Today is Imni Lomeli. Furthermore, the Tais Yishanim ask that the Lushin of Mikarish Lakarish is not so mashma that we're talking about changing location because it should use the word Mishana Bain Kodesh Lakarish or a person changes his location between two different locations. Mishana Mikarish Lakarish has a different connotation, and they explain what it means, is we're referring to the fact that the Kayin Gadol, when he changes Begadim, he's Mishanami Kodesh Lekodesh, he's Mishanami Big Day Kodesh, Le Big Day Kodesh, meaning Mi Big Day Zav, Le Big Day Lovin, or from the Big Day Lovin to the Big Day Zav, then he needs a Tefillah. And then we're expressing two separate ideas. One idea is when the Kayin Gadol changes his Begadim from Big Day Kodesh to Big Day Kodesh, and the second is like Rashi understands that we're ch- we're talking about changing his location from a Mokim Kodesh, Mifnim Lefchutz, or Says the Meraim Sadeh that Rashi and the Taisi Yishanim are l'shitasa because we already explained that Shitas Rashi is that when the Mishnah says Ein Adam Nichnas Lazar Lavoida Afilu Tahar Achiyitbol, it means that a person is not allowed to go into the Azara and the Lashin of Lavoida is Lav Dafka. So the Mechayev for the Tevila is merely the fact that the person is changing. From Choyl to Kodesh, meaning he's changing his location from a Makam Choyl to a Makam Kodesh. So, since we're trying to arrive at the conclusion that a person is Chayev to be Toivel merely because he's changing from a outside the Azorah to inside the Azorah, it's the going into the Azorah that's Mechayev. The Kavachaymer has to come from another. Din in which he changes his location, but not Mikhail Lukoidish, rather Mikoidish Lukoidish. In which case, to talk about Mishana Mikoidish Lukoidish in terms of changing his begadim would be irrelevant. Because why would I care that when a, the Kaingadal changes his begadim, he has to be toivel? that would have no bearing on the question as to whether when he changes his location and goes into the Azara, he has to be toivel. However, according to the Taisi Yishonim, when we say that Ein Adam Nichas La'azara La'avoida, until he's toivel, what it means is avoida is dafka. Because a person is mechuyiv to prepare himself for avoida al yudei tevila, and that is learnt out from a kavachaymer. Ma hamishana mikodesh lekodesh, madach the kain gadol. When he changes and prepares himself for a new avoida, he's going from an avoida for which he wears the big day kodesh, the big day zoha, and he has to change to another avoida which requires a different set of begadim, the big day lavan. He has to be toivel because it's a different type of avoida, and that is seen from the fact that he has to change the begadim for that avoida. So kol shikain when somebody changes. From no avoida, where he's just wearing the big day choil, he has to be toivo when he's changing to big day kodesh. So it comes out that Rashi and Tzayishanim are l'shitasam. Now the Tzayishanim asks a kasha on the limud of Ben Zayma. Since Ben Zayma is learning out that a person, any person, when he goes into the azara lavoida, has to do tevila, it's learnt out from Yom Kippur. So just like the Tvila that the Kayin Gadol does, when he goes Mikodesh Lekodesh, when he changes his Begadim, he needs to do Kiddush Yadayim Vraglayim before and after the Tvila. 
So why don't we say that you, when you're learning out to all other cases, to a regular person who goes into the Azar Lavoida, he should have to do not only a Tvila, he should have to Mekadish Yodavaragla before and after the Tvila, and that we never find. He answers by saying, Veshema Einze Elagiloi Milsa Ba'alma. Maybe this is not a real Kavachimer. If it's a real Kavachimer, then it has to go with the Gdarm of Kavachimer, and you have to learn all the halachas out from the Malame to the Lamid. If it's only a Giloi Milsa Ba'alma, perhaps what he means is that that, of course, you can't really learn from Dinim of Yom Kippur. Maybe Yom Kippur with Kain Gadol is much more chamer than other cases, and you can't really prove from the fact that the Kain Gadol has to be toivel in between avoidus that a regular person going Michael Lekoidish has to be toivel. Nevertheless, it's a Gilu Milsa that there's an Indian to be toivel when you change Kedusha. Even though this is difficult to understand because the Gemara later on says that the Nafgamina between Ben Zoyma and Rabbi Yehuda would be whether you're over and say or not. If you're not learning a real Kavachimer and it's a Gilui Milsaba Alma, why are you over and say? What say are you over? A Kolpanim, the Tazishanim points out that this question is only difficult if you learn like their understanding in Mikoidish Likoidish that we mentioned before. But according to Rashi's understanding, there's no problem whatsoever. It's because the Tazishanim says, according to Rashi, who understands Mikoidish Likoidish is not going on the big day Koidish. It's rather going on the changing from location, changing from a Makam Koidish to another Makam Koidish then we can answer very simply. The fact that the Kayin Gadol has to be Mikadish Yodav Aragla before and after the Tvila is a halacha in the changing of the Gadim. And that is something that we don't learn out to other cases. What we do learn out is that when a person changes location, then he has to be Toivol. But the, in, in that halacha, the fact that a person has to be Toivol when he changes location, it was never Nishadish Adin that the person has to be Mikadish Yodav Aragla before and after that Tvila. It happens to be the Kayin Gadol has Mikadish Yodav that's a function of his changing his begadim. Masha'enkein, according to the Taizir Shonim's own understanding, then the question is still in place. Because the Taizir Shonim understands that the din of Mishanim, Kodesh, Kodesh, that we're learning out from is the fact that the Kain Gadol, when he changes begadim, he has a chi of tvila, and kol shekein, from that we learn a kavachemer to other cases. Now, if that tvila, whose mechayev is the changing of begadim, can provide us with a kavachemer to a person who changes from choyl to kodesh, somebody who starts doing the avoida, has to be toivol, then who adin the kiddush yadayim raglayim, whose mechayev is the changing of begadim, should also be a source for the din that a person has to be mekadish yadav raglav before and after the tefillah when he's going mechayil lekaidish. So Bishlam, according to Rashi, that the mekayir of the kavachaymer never involved the changing of the begadim, so we wouldn't be able to prove that kiddush yadayim raglayim is necessary all over, because since that's only a function of changing begadim all over, there's no special change in begadim. But according to Zishanim, that that does doesn't matter because we learn from the changing of the begadim the kain gadol that a regular person when he goes into the azar la he has to be toivol then who adin we would have to learn out the kiddush daim raglaim as well and the question remains so he says shema gilui milsa ba'almahu Rabbi Yehuda argues on Rabbi Zeira and he says tzarach tvila hizu yizkar tuma yishana shabiyade viyifresh. Rashi explains what that means is that if we tell him to be toivel, it's going to remind him that he may be tummy because ain't tvila el When a person starts going and being toivel, he starts thinking about the tumma that he may have on himself. And if there happens to be a tumma yeshana, he'll remember that. And that will cause him lifraish to be poirish from going today because he still needs herev shemesh. Because a person who is tummy, even if he's toivel, he still has to wait until nightfall to go into the azara. 
The Rambam, however, in Hilchas Avodas Yom Kippur in Perek Beis Halacha Gimel, learns this Gemara differently. He says, "Kol atvil seilu vakedushin kulam b'mikdash shenem b'vrochet says b'sarei b'mayim b'makom kodesh chutz mitvila rishayna shehu rashoi litvol oisa b'choil." The first tvila is the only one that he doesn't have to do inside the kodesh. She'ena ela lahoisif kavanasoi. It's only there to add his kavana. Shem yizkar tumi yishana shabiyaday. If he remembers that tumi yishana shabiyaday yifresh b'mena b'tvila. He'll be Pirish, not that he'll separate and he won't go into the Mikdash, rather he'll remember that Tumah and be Toivel L'Shem that Tumah. What does this mean? The Arsameach explains that we don't really have a chash that a person will still be tummy. It could be that even if the person had a tummy yeshana, he was toivel already to be matter him in eating chuma or kachim. But being going into the base of mikdash requires a special kavana to be toivel l'shem bias mikdash because bias mikdash is more chamer than achilas kachim and therefore requires a special kavana when you're toivel. You have to be toivel l'shem bias mikdash, and that's why the Rambam says that we want to remind you about that Tumi Yishana. Perhaps the Rambam didn't want to learn like Rashi because he holds that the Lashon Tumi Yishana is mashma something that he doesn't have. He's not Tumi now. It's an old Tumi that he used to have. According to Rashi, Tumi Yishana means a Siba Yishana that made him Tumi, but he's today Tumi. He's still Tumi right now. Perhaps the Rambam holds that that's a Dachik in Lashon. It makes more sense to say Tumi Yishana means an old Tumi that he used to have and still should be Toivel L'Shem Bias Mikdash. The Gemara asks a steer between two Brises. And one Briser of Yehuda says the Halacha that a Mitzayra does not need Need to be toivel b'yom shmini before going into the azara because he was ready toivel the day before. However, there's another brayso that says that lishkas hamitzayroim. That's the place that mitzayroim were toivel on the day, the eighth day. And Rabbi Yehuda says lemitzayroim bilvad amru elakol adam. So you see, the Rabbi Yehuda's shita is that mitzayroim also had to be toivel before going into the azara or putting his behindness into the azara. The first the Gemara tries to answer by saying that one brayso is talking where he was toivel, the other brayso where he wasn't toivel the day before. But the Gemara says you can't say that because if he wasn't toivel the day before. Then he should need Harav Shemesh as well. So the second attempt is to say that both both Brises are talking about where he was Toivel, but the Brises in which Rabbi Yehuda said that Mitzrayim has to be Toivel is where he was Mesiach Das, and the other Brises that says he doesn't have to be Toivel is where he wasn't Mesiach Das. The Gemara asks, "E Asich Daite Hazosh Lishi Shvi Boy." And Rashi explains that we're worried that if a person was Mesiach Das from watching his Guf Mishmiras Gufay, he needs Hazosh Lishi Shvi because maybe he went into an Oil Amis and he didn't realize it because a person doesn't is not careful to make sure he doesn't become tummy. Even Thomas Mays. Toysfus asks a question. Lefize, it should come out that anybody who's Tme Sheritz or Nevela, why aren't we Matzrich them as a Shlishi Shvi? Maybe they went into Oil Mays. The person is not careful not to become Tame. Toysfus says, Asku Any person that is only Tame Thomas Sheritz, we allow him if he's only Toivel and has hair of Shemesh to go into the base of Mikdash. Only provided that he was not Mesiach Das from the Indian of not becoming Tommy Tamei Mace. The Tzitz Yishanim points out that you see that the only time that we're ever Choshish through Heschadas that a person needs to be Matir himself anew is by Thomas Mace. Meaning that when a person is Mesiach Das from Thomas Mace, then we are going to require Hazash Lishush, feel like it says in our Gemara. But suppose a person was Tahar and he was Mesiach Das from Thomas Sheretz. He knows he wasn't looking out for a sheretz, and he wasn't careful from becoming tummy to a sheretz. Says that as Yishanim, that chumra we don't have. However, the Rambam in Hilchas Avos Hatumah, Perak Yud Gimel, Alocha Gimel, says that if a person was not shaymer himself from Tumas Meis, he doesn't know for sure that he wasn't in Lameis. He needs Hazash Lishi Shvi because of the Hesachadas. If the person knows he wasn't in Tumas Meis, and he was Mesir 
das from other tumas, then I raise it sir of shemesh. The person needs to go and be toivel and have hair of shemesh again because the heschadas makes him become tome from those other tumas. Of course, as the Ramam says, these are din of the rabbon and the rabbon were choishish because of the heschadas that perhaps he wasn't careful and he became tome. The machloek is between the Ramam and Taizu Yishanim is how far were the rabbon and geyser? We find in the Gemara they were geyser legabe tumas meis. The Rambam says that that would apply to other tumas as well. The Taizu Yishanim holds that since we never find the rabbon were geyser legabe other tumas, we, we have no right to broaden the din drabbonan to include other tumas. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.